3: Anarchy! Anarchy! No wonder
2: nobody likes you,
1: Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. I want to start off the show wishing my parents a happy 47th anniversary. Now, I got a question. I've been talking about my dad getting older, not remembering things. Do I look out for my dad? Because I don't think he's going to remember. I really do not. Because he's still sleeping right now. My mom is up. And she had mentioned like, oh yeah, today is our 47th anniversary. I've, I've never been good at that. I, I really have never, ever been able to keep up with my parents' anniversary. But I think 47 years is absolutely amazing. I mean, I, mine didn't even last a little over 10 years, and I just don't understand how some people do it. Is it just old school, old ways and stuff? But the question is, oh, I want to know from you, do I give my dad a heads up? Like, make sure I'm there when he gets up, and I kind of like give him the signal, whisper in his ear, hey, uh, dad, by the way, today is you and mom's 47th anniversary. So make sure you at least say something. I mean, they have never been the couple that does something on their anniversary. They've never been that way. My dad used to do it as a joke, like on Valentine's Day or birthday, because cards are such a waste of money sometimes. And he would take her to like the Winn-Dixie, go to the card section, have her pick one out, read it, and then be like, all right, happy anniversary. Happy Valentine's Day. I know in most relationships, that would be a big no-no. That would be a really big heat getter. But for some reason, it's like their little thing that they did. So I think I am. I, I'm going to I'm gonna stay close by. That's why I'm trying to get this podcast, because I want to be there when my dad gets up. He'll be like, hey, dad, 47. He's like, what, what the hell's is 47? No, it's your 47th wedding anniversary, and you better make sure when you get out there, you wish mom a happy 47th anniversary. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E. When you go there, you're going to be able to find any place that I am online. Uh, it, and there's a couple of ways you can get a hold of me as well, too, guys. You can email me, Tuttle, at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Look, don't get me wrong. It is courteous to pick up dog poop when you're out walking your dog. I've just never been that person. I'm one of those assholes that will just leave it. But I've always had small dogs. I I don't know how you guys feel about this. I had chihuahuas when I was married. Uh, I was dog sitting my uh, mom's friend Louise uh, dog, Izzy, the little Shih Tzu. And they don't they don't poop a lot. I'm telling you right now, if it's just some pebbles, I'm not picking it up. And I also got to tell you, if I had a big dog and it was out in the middle of nowhere in a neighborhood and a field or something, I'm not picking it up. I, I just, I have a hard time picking up dog shit. I just really, really do. And in this next audio clip that I'm about to play for you, I guess this one neighbor got tired. He had, everybody has ring doorbells now. And I guess he just got tired of this woman Letting her dog shit on his front yard, and it's actually kind of funny. But I'm I'm gonna take a little bit of a different angle on this, especially after what happened last week in Pennsylvania with the double murder. But here, I'll, I'll let you listen to some of this. It's actually kind of funny, but it could have went sideways really quickly. Stop letting
3: your dog shit on our lawn. Clean up your dog poop. Excuse me, ma'am.
1: All right, let me set the scene on this. This is at night. I don't know exactly what time it is, but this asshole has a bullhorn. I mean, they're both assholes because I'm telling you, if I'm the other neighbors and this guy is blowing a bullhorn and an air horn at night while I'm maybe trying to relax, eat dinner, yeah, I know it sucks that the lady is letting the dog crap on your front yard, but think about the all, all the other people. And once again, this stuff can easily, easily escalate. I mean, do you guys forget the audio that I played last week?
3: You're a pussy! Fuck you! Pussy, pussy, pussy! Push Go ahead! Go ahead! Go ahead! What
1: I just played for you was audio's What I just played for you is audio from last week's double homicide that happened up in Pennsylvania. And this is why you'd never know what people are going through, what they're dealing with in their life. They've been cooped up during this pandemic, and they are just ready to snap.
3: Hey you clean up your dog poop. Stop letting your dog poop on my lawn. I have you on video. Come pick up this nice pile of shit that your dog left in
1: my yard. I'm pretty sure the guy was safe because this was an older lady. But who knows? I don't even know where this was at. If this was Florida, anybody could be carrying a gun. What if while he was doing this, a woman just reached in her waistband and just started capping the fool with the uh, megaphone? I've been
3: waiting for you for two days. You disgusting disgusting look at it i have children here
1: hey buddy what does having kids have anything to do with dog poop yeah it sucks that your kids might be playing outside and stepping some dog crap we've all done that as kids i mean you got all you got a whole different situation of problems if your kids don't know to stay away from poop or they're playing with it Yeah, you might want to worry about that than letting this woman shit on your front yard.
3: That's your dog. Please pick it up. This will be every day. I will watch you every day. I have you on video. Pick up after your dog. Please pick up after your dog. Please pick up after your dog. dog. Thank you for picking up the feces from my yard. I appreciate
1: it greatly. You know, some people pay good money to have poop and get manure, it's great fertilizer, man. The only thing that sucks, and I've done this before, because we had outside dogs, and they just crapped everywhere. When you're out mowing the lawn, it's kind of cool, though, when you run over a piece of dog crap, especially a big steaming pile of it, because we had Rottweilers back in the day growing up, and they would just leave it, and when you would hit that, it would just... I remember one time I had to clean up the side of the house because I ran over some... And it just sprayed diarrhea all over the side of our trailer. Man, my dad was pissed. But like I said, if I was this woman, I'd be like, I'm, I'm sir. I'm sorry. I was just trying to do you a favor. Your lawn was looking a little brown. Thought it could use some fertilizer, my friend.
3: Greatly appreciate it. Please leave my yard. You're trespassing. Get off my yard, you and your dog. Thank you very much. Thank you for being a courteous neighbor.
1: Now that I'm looking at this, I don't really think the guy cared too much about the dog crapping on the front yard. I think this is a case of everybody want to be TikTok famous. Everybody wanted to be Instagram famous. Everybody wanted to be YouTube famous. Everybody wants to go viral. And this guy's talking about being courteous. I mean, this is a neighborhood where all those houses are like, right up against each other, very small lot sizes. And this guy wants to talk about curti- being courteous? What about all the other neighbors right now? Did you really have to use a megaphone? You're, you're, you're dog shit shaming this woman, but you're also disturbing your neighbors. It, it just does not make sense. This guy could have handled this in a completely different way, but no, he wanted to go viral.
3: Thank you for picking up your dog feces, ma'am. Thank you. All
1: right, guys, need to take a quick break. I know that I'm going to break early, but I have a great interview on the other side of the break. It's with a guy named Buck. Buck is from Ireland, and he wrote a book. He went to six countries and did the drugs that those countries are associated with. And it's kind of a fascinating interview. This was right after he got divorced or broke up, had a bad breakup. This is something he wanted to do. And I got to tell you, it's a great idea. Sounds like a lot of fun. And you'll be able to hear all about it right after the break. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself...
0: Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. no mega bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. My producer, Vulture. Has been getting me a lot of amazing guests, and I know a lot of my audience, especially here in the United States, because I I've worked on radio for a while, and most of the interviews you hear on radio are with celebrities. And for the most part, I mean that's what people want to hear, but are the celebrities being real with you? I mean they they pretty much control the narrative. They're not going to tell you the truth, unlike my next guest. <clears throat> Uh, because I do it as well, too. That's how you connect with your audience. but uh Buck, Buck is calling me from Ireland. Now, Buck, how are you, my friend? Uh, just wonderful. How are now you today? I gotta I'm, I'm doing wonderful, but I, I gotta I gotta start off, okay I, I I'm not saying it's true or false, but I have never heard of an Irishman with the name Buck. Is 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 that a made up name or is Buck a popular name in Ireland?
2: It's uh, it's a uh, pretend internet.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, man, uh, listen, my real name's not Tuttle; it's Patrick. <laughs> and guess what? Patrick is the most Irish name that you can that you can it ever find.
2: The most Irish name. It is. Yeah,
1: indeed. ex exactly. Now, Buck, before we get into the interview, because I I have so many questions, uh, tell people how they can check out your podcast, uh, your book, any of the content and stuff that you have out there. Do you have the floor, my friend?
2: Um, well, currently, that's uh, so why I, I am on here now today to talk about uh, my book just released called Adventures on Drugs. It is- um, And that was the
1: seller for me, by the way. Uh, the, yeah, that was the big selling point for why I was like, yes, I got to talk to <laughs> Buck.
2: Um, so, um, the book is I, for the majority of my life, have been teetotal, so, uh, taking no, uh, alcohol or any other mind-altering substances. Then, um, after a breakup, um, and sort of, you know, out of the ether came aside to write a book where i travel to
1: oh man whoa 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 whoa, hold on hold on hold on oh <laughs> everybody right, like i i'm pretty good at accents but you just lost me there for about three or four seconds because it was like rah, 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 rah.
2: i'll i'll try to No, i down. i
1: dude i'm i'm just i'm <laughs> busting balls that's all i'm i'm just saying listen for the most part i can get it i love the
2: irish accent so i mean
1: just talk it's like asmr for me
2: yeah, that's no bother so i i, I thought um for the purposes of this book, Adventures on Drugs, I could travel to six different countries and try the six drugs they are associated with uh, for the first brilliant. time. Brilliant, brilliant, uh, my friend. So uh, I first trip is to uh, Colombia. All right, so
1: uh, can I guess, I already know, Colombia is cocaine, correct? Correct. Got to yes. be, right? So Obviously. All right, so now I've done cocaine here in the United States. Okay, but uh-huh. I'm sure that it's been stomped, it's been smashed on, it's been cut with all types of stuff. I'm sure the Colombian cocaine just absolutely
2: blows your mind. Yeah, I mean, like I, I never done it before. I haven't done it since, so I've I really very little to compare it to. Whoa, but it was.
3: you dude, you
1: gotta have a base test
2: here. <laughs>
1: I mean, you need to test some Irish cocaine out before you get to Colombia. And you need to be able to have something to compare it to. See, that's what you need to do. Okay, you do a second version of the book, but you do those same drugs, but you never leave Ireland, and you want to see what type <laughs> of stuff that. I'm I'm being dead honest. I think it would be great.
2: There could be a, a blog entry maybe afterwards. Some yeah. follow-ups compared
1: all to. Right. So how was all right? So so walk me through this, okay? Now you had to stand out like a sore thumb in Colombia, right? Like, I, I mean,
2: predominantly stayed in the touristy areas. So, um,
1: how do you score cocaine in Colombia in the touristy areas, though? Do oh they God, just it's come ev- to you? It's
2: everywhere. I, I was, um, oh yeah, well, as the ended up happening, I, I um, not to give too much away, but I'm walking past the bar. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, I hear a woman's voice go cocaine. Oh. I turn around and it's the bouncer in a at a, at a bar. Wait, a and woman bouncer? A woman bouncer. She's just standing uh. out, stand at the uh, stand at the door and she just offers me cocaine. Okay, and I went okay. There, <laughs> that's sort of that. But no, it was uh, pretty unsurprisingly. It's it's pretty much everywhere in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can I, it,
1: can 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 i ask you okay so well two questions uh one being what does a colombian uh female bouncer look like and number two like in venezuela where they have a lot of gasoline a lot of uh oil and stuff uh they say the gas prices are cheap as hell like is the is the market so flooded in colombia that it's actually a pretty decent price
2: i ended up not buying it it was so i didn't pay for it it was uh the girl who i was with ended up paying for it which seems like really um I mean, that makes you a
1: pimp that makes you yeah. that, <laughs> i'm just being honest if you can get your chick to pay for your drugs i mean that's pretty that's pretty damn uh cool as hell
2: yeah that's just adding to my coolness but uh so i, I wasn't totally sure I, I really really should have checked but i know she ended up she had the the cash but from what i understood she it was it was very little um but so where yeah. do you
1: go so where do you go next okay now all right so let me let me back up though so that was the first time you tried cocaine tell me what your experience was did you like the stereotypical stay up like a really long time were you uh, paranoid like give,
2: give me how you felt it was um uh... I was in the country uh, so uh, again uh, uh, again, not even want to give too much away, but I, I'd actually No, I mean yes, kids.
1: you want people to buy the book <laughs> I'm right. just just yeah. give me Yeah, give yeah. Me yeah.
3: A I'll, give you, I'll give you a
2: general I'll, I'll give you a general idea. So I, I had a, actually I ended up not doing it in Colombia. I had met for reasons I'd messed up, ended up not doing it in Colombia and flew the next day to Panama. So I was in Panama. And were you it.
1: afraid of getting caught with it, though? No, I like... wasn't.
2: I wasn't getting caught with it. It was so Um, I, I went to Michigan mm-hmm. where uh, famous like Pablo Escobar. And so I, I was walking around and I was going to do it. You know, that's that's the place where it made sense to do. Yeah, but so... Pablo's cocaine was the best. Like, I mean,
1: that's something to brag about. You know how people always like back in the day. You know, I'm just thinking of like uh, football. You know, in your area, I'm trying to compare it to, but that's like seeing uh, Ronaldo play for Manchester United back in the day. To be able to do some cocaine for from Pablo Escobar is something to
2: brag about,
1: in my opinion. <laughs>
2: so, I uh, so what uh, I had thought. So it's sort of a popular thing today. You can do a line off his grave. Um. <sighs> <laughs> that's badass that is really badass but um i just i just you know that that ended up not sort of working now but i don't know a bit of a walking tour and, and seen stood in the spot where he was eventually gone down and traveled about went back to my hospital i decided not and that, that my last night i decided i wasn't going to stay in a touristy area i'd stay mm. in the outskirts of the city and so um i stayed and uh, i stayed there and it it, it if you've ever been to the area, there's, there's there is extreme poverty, yeah. and but, it, but it's a sort of poverty where the people don't look like people anymore. It, it looked like night of the living day. zombie
1: zombies almost. Yeah, yeah. Now, it was. okay. So you go to Colombia. What is your next country? Now, don't tell me the drug. I want I want to see if I can guess.
2: What oh, yeah. The, the next. It's very very obvious. Uh, you, 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 okay? If if, if if you could if you could just guess. It's it's the most obvious one after that. I go to Amsterdam. And have All a right, hash, hash, yeah, hash. Yeah, hash. Yes. Now, yeah, what? Is
1: it. It? Explain to people what hash is, because a lot of people think it's like marijuana. I I don't know. Like, explain well,
2: hash. Well, again, what what I know, what I done was I had just edible uh, there, but hash hashish is uh, like a very as a or they take. Um they they turn the cannabis plant and they remove I don't know they they put it through some process and, and turn it into an oil and then they harden that oil and Oh you're talking about it. wax
1: then. I mean we got wax here all the time like all it's like doing a dab. Have you ever done a dab before? I, uh, I don't
2: know what a dab is now.
1: All right so so a dab is okay so basically this this is the new rave uh and in the United States is dabs and they've been around for a while, but what they, what they basically do is extract and, and take out nothing, but the, the part of the cannabis that gets you high, it's just straight, like almost a hundred percent THC. Okay. And then you use it on a bong, but instead of like putting it in the bowl or whatever, it has a, a little metal piece. Okay. That you heat up, okay? You get and 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 it heats up electrically. Or a lot of people, some people use a blowtorch. It makes you almost think you're about to smoke co- crack cocaine, but you're not. It's it's marijuana, and then you you take the wax on this little stick, and then you put it down in the heated part, and it kind of vaporizes it, and you are getting nothing but a hundred percent THC. You're not getting any of the byproduct. It's just. Great. no uh, you're on the runway no waiting and you're already taken off as soon as you hit <laughs> it like i'm serious it's a rush the first time that i took a dab like i got sweaty um my heart started beating fast and and that's and and a lot of people are like why but it's just so intense
2: yeah well that would have been my well my experience with uh, well i had an now, edible i had a space kick so it oh. was a uh, uh, I'd never done it before. You know, the mm-hmm. sort of thing you're meant only take like a single bite out of it. I end up taking the, the full thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like a real fucking amateur move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> find well, myself...
1: Buck, if you, you want to ever come to the United States, man, I, man, I will get you in front of some of the bet. Well, see. That's the other thing here in Florida, where I'm at our drug. Now, if you were going state, seat. see, That's the other thing. I may rip off your idea. Go state to state because drugs are a state to state thing here in the United States, here in Florida, the big one. Well, it was it was battling back and forth pain pills and (laughs) methamphetamines here in the state of Florida. Uh
2: huh. No, I think yeah. I, 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 have, I avoided both of those. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: I know. I am just making jokes, and, and I'm not saying you would. So in Amsterdam, now, while you were in Amsterdam and you enjoyed some of the uh, cash, um, did you take advantage of going to the red light district and, and meeting some of the ladies? Oh, no, I was there
2: with the lady, so she, she
1: yeah, would not what have... What does that mean, man? What is she... <laughs> look, she, look, she paid for your cocaine in Colombia. Oh no! She might want to just this was sit and, a,
3: this was a she different might want to,
1: oh, see, God, man, you are such a pimp now, like, you're, you're just taking new ladies out here, so, I mean, how badass would that have been? And she was like, alright, Buck, pick out a lady mm-hmm. in the window, I'm just gonna sit in the corner, and I'm just gonna watch you, because I want to see what it looks like when you're hammering me.
2: <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> If you knew her no, that I, that would not have been something she would have been up for. Definitely right, wait, would not have been something she could have I'm been just, up I'm for. I'm just
1: throwing it out there. So uh, from Amsterdam, give me the next country. Once again, do not tell me what the drug is, and I want to see if I can be
3: able to guess. Okay. I went to Germany. Ooh. Um, ecstasy. No. Uh,
2: no. F-
1: man, fuck me.
2: What what is Germany, This is gonna then? be this is gonna be difficult for you because you're now, not, not going to consider a drug.
1: See if I, you if you if you would have said, I, All I right, went. So, I went in what? October.
2: I went to Germany in
1: October. Oh, I yeah, Oktoberfest. Then yes. uh, you know what though? No, 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 no. You know what though? You're right. You're right. I I'm so off. You know that I'm a I'm um, I am a recovering alcoholic. You're I right. haven't I haven't drinking a year and a half. Okay. And I've gotten in the best shape. This is the best that I've ever done physically and mentally in my mm-hmm. life. Uh, and I I had a big wake up call, you know. Here in the United States. You know, we have amendments here. Yeah. Part of our, our bill of rights, constitution, all that good stuff that uh, there's only been one amendment that's ever been changed uh, in, in the history of the United States. And that is prohibition. Yeah. You know, um, They uh, they got rid of alcohol, and then they created another problem, which was the mafia. yeah, organized crime. Okay, and then they reversed it. Like, hold up. All right. So, but now, now, okay. So, the amount of money that like marijuana is making in our country right now could help out our country tremendously when Mm -hmm. it comes to taxes. Okay, Uh, and. The reason why that's not happening is because big tobacco, big alcohol here, they know that's another big swinging dick on the on the market that's going to come in and people are going to want to smoke weed, then 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 drink booze or smoke cigarettes. But cigarettes and, and alcohol are killing way more people than anything that marijuana could ever come close to in my yeah. opinion i don't know oh, no, that's, that's like that's
2: definitely right
1: yeah
3: so how uh, was october, not, go ahead,
2: go ahead, oh, sorry. october festival i went on a what we refer to as a stag do uh what you'd mm-hmm. call a bachelor party bunch um, of dudes sausage bunch, party yeah, yeah, yeah basically yeah so um went out uh had my full leader <laughs> gots uh, had my ended up losing the 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 this because of what, what if you go on an, an irish uh stag do what essentially happens is regardless of where you go in the entire world it does not matter what you do is you uh go to an irish bar mm-hmm. and then you stay there and you don't go anywhere else yeah, that's, see, that's, ju- that's just what happens,
1: man. I gotta tell you, they, you know, here because I'm in central Florida, Orlando is not that far away here. i uh, lots of Irish pubs in Orlando because the Brits, uh, just people from the United Kingdom alone love coming to central Florida, and there are so many Irish pubs there, and I love them. It, I mean, the they have a um, what is the place called um. Fiddler's Green. There was an Irish pub. I, I know there was probably a Fiddler's Green in Ireland, but uh, that is the most authentic. They do the uh, I, it's not clogging because I know that's another country, but they do the dancing Irish on Dance the West, wood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, dude, I absolutely I would go there all the time when I was married. And and it was it was such a great time. And it's just the experience being at an irish pub like that and and i agree with you why would you want to go anywhere else
2: (laughs) well me for the purposes of i had to go to um i want to go to the actual festival Mm -hmm. um i want to be around germans and uh and have the 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 steiners i Mm -hmm. I want to do the whole thing get get immersed so how I big am, is
1: or, a how How big is a mug? Because you always see those big mugs and everything. Do you not know, like the there, ounces? Is there a liter? Uh, what's a liter? Yeah, I'm on a different uh yeah yeah you're on. You're on. Uh,
2: that's, I don't I don't know how much. Uh, you guys are
1: metric, I I think.
2: Well, no, well I we're in, well again for and different things. Yeah, uh, so we still
3: refer. But they're big pint. beers, just to yeah, say it's, the. Least. It's true. and it's, what. It,
1: what is the alcohol content
2: on those? Are they strong beers or? Um, I, th- I think they're, no, I don't think they're any particularly stronger than any other normal. I think there's fairly typical. So what sort is beer? Like 5% is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd, I, I'd say it's something of that, something similar to that.
1: All right. So I get it. Alcohol is a drug. Let's
2: move on to the next. I got to hear the next country. So I'm trying to remember in my head. What was the next one? Oh, uh, I mean, it does oh, have to be... Oh, wait croud. a second. No, no, the next... No, no, I had to do, remember the next... The next one was... Uh, this could be a little bit... Okay, so I went to England, and uh, I wow. went to Stonehenge. Acid? No,
1: not yet. Not uh, an acid what, yet. It was mushrooms. What? what, what mushroom? Oh, mushrooms. Now... You know they're actually legalizing uh, in a lot of places here in the mm-hmm. United States mushrooms. A lot of people are microdosing right now. Yeah. Um but you would think that that type of place would be good for the growth of mushrooms. Dark, yeah. damp, you're going to get some pretty good stuff. How was that? Now, I have never done um that type of stuff like acid or mushrooms or anything. Mm-hmm. Because I I've dealt with mental issues all my life, and a lot of people did not recommend it. Yeah. What was your
2: experience like? So my experience, so I had so um, the 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 mushroom that grows wild all around here in England is uh, called the Liberty Cap. Does mushroom.
1: it go? Uh, it's here in the states. Everybody looks for the ones that grow in the cow manure, like yes, the the same same, one. same thing. Okay.
2: All right. Cool. So they're a liberty cap mods and the active ingredient is psilocybin. But mm-hmm. so, um I've managed through being extremely, extremely lucky. Uh, so I went uh to Stonehenge during uh, winter solstice. So that had um, to blow your mind. It, I... it was, yeah. It was maybe one of the best experiences of my life now did you
1: like freak out did you see anything that like scared you or was it just like cool lights
2: colors stuff like that what i I tend to find myself is i I tend to find myself getting very introspective and sort Mm -hmm. of like just sort of sitting quietly in my own head thinking about things and now was a new chick with you was a new chick with you on this no because this one i was i was by myself i just made some i made some new friends I, i actually made friends with um uh, uh, uh an australian uh, a girl called molly she was an australian soldier and uh, a girl called eleanor who was a witch and she uh she was in oh full my, witch, oh.
1: witch costume. i am i am so jealous to hang out now all right so who was the soldier that was an australian soldier she
2: was an australian soldier called molly okay,
1: okay. so ma oh dude so you're hanging out with an Australian soldier named Molly, which you're on a on a drug tour already. Yeah. And you got a chick that is a soldier from Australia named Molly. And then you have
2: a witch like
1: Eleanor, a Wiccan.
2: Eleanor, the Wiccan. Yeah. And she's oh. in full, full hat, full costume.
1: Like the pointy hat. She didn't have a broom or anything on her. Did she she? Didn't, everything
2: but the broom. OK, everything but the broom. Um, uh, did you score with both of those? I no, tell I, I ya, scored it, with, um, at, this, at this stage, I was uh, in a relationship, so no I uh, didn't <laughs> score with either.
1: Okay, how are you explaining that?
2: If you're in a relationship. How
1: does the chick that you're in the relationship uh, give you the A-OK? Hey, uh, Buck, go take all the drugs you want in other countries <laughs> and stuff. Like, how, how do you sell that to somebody you're, you're in a relationship with?
2: In my acknowledgements, because um, I'd started it just as um, uh, before we met, I I I went in my first trip um, the, a few days before we we met each other. So she was aware this was going to be a thing, and this was what I'm going to be doing. So mm-hmm. I think she'd like um, she, she, she she just sort of accepted that was going to be a thing. Yeah, she was a bit pissed off at times. Are you but, still with um, her? i'm working on it
1: <laughs> oh so there she did get a little mad then she no, had, yeah I was, I was
2: like, was, something was some else happened things. there were some other bits and faces happened
1: oh uh, uh, you were you were you uh met somebody at like saint patrick's day <laughs> and you're like hey uh hey uh do you want to help drive out the snake out of my pants like uh boom, what's boom. it what yeah i mean come on yeah so uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, you're boy right. boy. and I take, I, and I say a lot of corny American morning zoo type jokes. So I apologize about that. But, uh, all right. So the last place. So you went to England. What are what does that make? Number five, I think that's I number, I was number four. I was, I was number, number four. four.
2: Okay. So next, next country. Yeah. I go to the, the, the US of A and I go to the San Francisco.
1: Oh. Okay, well, all right, 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 all right. Now I know San Francisco, and listen, I support gay rights more than anybody. Like I've done more than <laughs> but I'm but listen, no, hear me out, hear me out. I'm going because I'm thinking San Francisco, I'm thinking gay related drugs. So it's either okay, I'm not I'm not going with anything yet, so do not say anything, ecstasy,
3: GHB or poppers no uh, lsd oh
2: lsd i didn't wait heart of the heavy movement star heart of the yeah Hippy i mean movement.
1: i can i can see that i can see that do you know what poppers are I, i'm i'm oi am
2: aware what
1: poppers
3: are okay.
1: okay all right all right i mean i mean that's related to the uh gay lesbian LBGQT, you know party and i'm not saying anything bad but i mean it it's there there's stereotypes there are stereotypes for a reason. Yeah. You know, so so what I'm trying to say, so LSD, how is that any different than the mushrooms though? Uh,
3: this
2: is this is sort of the, this is a, it's a good point because um with um a lot of these things what really matters is so the drug is one portion of it but also there is your environment. And there is your current state of mind and all these things.
1: Is it the setting, though? Does does the the setting... Yeah. The The setting... Like, I agree. Like, I, I remember the first time I took ecstasy, okay? I was on a beach, hearing the ocean, the breeze coming in, seeing the sunrise. Um... I mean it just all cum- accumulated into just an overall great experience plus it didn't ha- I mean it also helped that I had a chick like massaging my back and 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 doing all that stuff but yeah I mean it is about this setting I really do think it is
2: but it, it plays a, an enormous part of it but um so uh I, would you where if the 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 human being I I the human being mm-hmm. um conference so it was a big ma- it was a huge massive hippie festival the grateful dead were there Oh, um, okay uh J- janice joplin performed um how parents- old of a
1: dude are you though like for real how i mean uh, just being honest i mean you're talking i mean are you talking about in the past
3: in oh, this san was, francisco
2: this, oh, yeah this was oh yeah
1: so so the, the hippie movement
3: Yeah, I know, about. trust me, (laughs)
2: you know, I
1: know, I know all about the hippie movement and everything. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I know all about that. I just I didn't realize that LSD was related to San Francisco. Now, let me ask you, though. Okay, Uh so so mushrooms are more natural. Okay, LSD is more
2: synthetic, correct? Yeah. So LSD comes from. uh, uh, There's a type of um, mold that grows on weight. And uh, it's taken off that there, and it's synthesized from that there, and and they take it. And you uh, do realize here in the
1: United States, people die every day from mold that is in their house. But people are like, "Hell yeah, I don't care how many people it kills. I'm ready to. I'm <laughs> ready to do some mold."
2: <laughs> um, I, I think they've they've treated it pretty well at this point. But there's, I think it's pretty far away from mold uh, where the time yeah. it comes to your. Uh-huh. Bit of toilet paper or whatever it's on. Uh-huh. Um but uh right, so what, what what actually happened was I was acutely aware of something called Bicycle Day. Um and so I stuck into Google, as you do, bicycle day, and the first thing that came up was Bicycle Day San Francisco. You now what Bicycle Day was was the, the creator of um LSD. He came up with it by accident, uh dropped some of it on his finger. Mm. Um begin to began to feel sick, uh went home and had this massive hallucination. A couple of days later he he went back into work um uh and then purposely put some LSD in his mouth and then rode home on his bicycle and that day was <laughs> uh, the nineteenth of April and that day became Bicycle Day. So I oh, my- in, yeah <laughs> so I typed in Bicycle Day and the first suggestion Google was Bicycle Day, San Francisco, because they were having a, a concert at the, I can't remember
3: the name of I mean, oh, it. I, I,
1: mean, I mean, it's not, I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I've heard of it there, but uh, so LSD, now what were, all right, so they're both uh, hallucinogens, uh, uh, you psychedelics. know, yeah, so psychedelics, what were the difference like give me give me an example of a difference between the lsd and the mushrooms.
2: um I, again there the, the was largely under difference so when i was sitting
3: again the same that they're
2: they're the, 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 I, I, I i this is the thing it did, was what, very, did very one different D, environments did-
1: all right, the, so the one leave be hung over more than the other. What I'm no, saying. No,
2: I, I never. I, I, the reality is, I never talk enough of anything to have any like major. Oh, so you microdosed on
1: everything? N- not,
2: not so much micro. No, because microdose is, is, is just like a tiny amount every yeah, day. Uh, well, I took uh, once. I didn't mix it with anything. Okay, I, I got you. Had had it in the mid midday, and then went for a walk uh, around the park, and it was it was a uh, um, again with an. Another woman and we have and
1: like a yeah, I dude, you must have a humongous penis, like for real, like with <laughs> yeah. all the different women. Like I swear to God, uh you might what what is the slang term for penis in Ireland?
2: No, I guess I think we have all the same ones as you I think. Yeah, I mean being...
1: you guys use like cock, like you you guys yeah. use cock or all right. You know, in the UK, one of the things that I love the most, it's not accepted here in the United States. But the word "cunt." I love the
3: like, word "cunt." Yeah, I the say the
2: cunt. word. So we use the. Um, so um, actually, in the book, I had like American friends read it before I released it, uh, and um, there's a portion of it where uh, at the at the stag do, a friend is very drunk, uh, and when he's drunk, he likes to tell me, you know, how much he likes me, but then he yeah. always reminds me that he likes his bro, he likes my brothers more than me. So he will he, he, be like uh uh you know I like you I like you buck I love your great brother, your you see your your brother Tony he's a, he's a funny wee cunt Just he's a funny wee cunt he's the funniest wee cunt I know and he'll start laughing and laughing and the Americans that I sent this to you know so it oh, can be it's a term of endearment here oh almost. in
1: in the UK, it is like you're you're right, man, because like I, the mo- the maddest, my wife, when I was <laughs> married, got mad at me because, you know, we were at a radio station event and we had a we had a table reserved. OK, mm-hmm. and this one wo- and my name is on the table. My name is on the table. <laughs> OK. And this woman was just sitting at the table the whole time. OK. And I said, hey. This, you know, this is my name. This table's reserved. And she got very combative. And the word con is like a grenade. Like it ends like it either ends the conversation or it escalates it, where the man that the girl that he he, that they're with uh, wants to defend her honor. But right. women get so offended, and and in the UK it is it is a a, a term of endearment, in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: All
1: it's, right. So let's. All right. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, no. Just uh, if I was I've also I've lived in Australia for a while, and it's it's uh, the joke is there. Um, it's it's in Australia you call people you don't know mate, and you mm-hmm. call your friends cunt. Um, yeah. And so yeah. So it was, that's, that's it. how you know you're in with people if if someone checks over to you. Hey, can you know? that? Uh, all right. We're friends now. I'm, I'm yeah, here. I mean, yeah, I got to I got to get you in touch of a guy that I interviewed last week.
1: Uh, Bing Frazier. Do you know who he is? Who is it? Bing Frazier. He is he? Uh, uh, he, uh, is, is uh, a, a great guy that I interviewed a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he's in Sydney. And he's one of those guys that gets out there, does adventurous things. And I need to get you guys in touch with each other. Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, so let's move on to the last country here. The last one is, and I'm pretty sure you would be aware of it, Ibiza. Ibiza. Oh, so now Abiza Ibiza is the island, right? That a lot yes. of the UK people go to for yes. for holiday, correct? Yes. And I got that right, correct? Like correct. You, you guys don't call vacation. You don't call it vacations. You call it holiday,
2: right? Yeah, holidays, yeah.
1: All right, so now that's got to be ecstasy because of the the partying and the DJs. I know they have that big, like, uh, electronic festival there. So it's got to be ecstasy. Correct. Ecstasy. All right, so now I will, I will talk about this, okay? Mm-hmm. The first time I tried ecstasy was because of a chick. It was. Now, the first time I tried it, now with, like, with any drug, it's never better than the first time you tried it. Like the first time you try a drug, it's always going to be the best. Yeah. And nothing is more true when it comes to ecstasy. And I tried it. It was amazing. But it's one of those drugs that you cannot just do casually. You you just <laughs> cannot do ecstasy casually. No, it, it's, am, am I being, you just can't do it casually.
2: Again, yeah, it's, 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 it's a saddened thing as well. It's like I've had, Friends who have done it in, uh, in their bed, you know, in their living room with other friends. And they just sort of sit there and touch each other's faces. Uh, whereas if you do it in a nightclub, it's a it's a, it's a it's a wholly different experience.
1: Yeah, the music, the sound, you know, people won't realize mm. it. The visuals, you know, oh, yeah. because they, they have a lot of flashing lights. Not a lot of people know this. When you do ecstasy, your pupils become dilated mm-hmm. uh, and bright lights. Just kind of just hit a little bit harder than they do when you're not on ecstasy. Oh, now, and, and, yeah, it, I mean,
3: a, it.
2: Go ahead. No, it's it's, it's it's a very extreme experience. Um, the, there was a, a portion of it. It's it's because you know I've heard dance music before. I've heard it a million times before, but you don't really understand dance music until you until listen you're to on what it. X oh is. my god! Because Oof. it's it, it's designed. Dance music has been designed. To be listened to while on ecstasy. So you know, whenever you hear like low bassy noises, and it, it just, hits
1: you in your chest, you oh can, yeah, yeah go through your bones. Feel, yeah, yeah, you can feel that rumble in your chest. And when you're rolling on some ecstasy, it, it, I mean, it's there is nothing better than that. Like seriously, I I, I tell people I've done I've done I you know I I'm <laughs> I'm trying to run a business here, so I really don't want to go into everything that I've done. <laughs> And that I'm not proud of, but, um, you know, I've, I've been to raves and I got to tell you, you know what you don't see at raves? You don't see fights, No, you don't, you don't see people arguing with each other. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really weird. I know it's not great for you. And I think probably and most likely it has a problem with my depression Mm -hmm. because I did it a lot in my early 20s. And it messed up my, my, uh, serotonin and all that stuff. Uh, so I think maybe that kind of led to it. Who knows? Maybe I was pre, uh, but I also went through a lot when I was younger. So, I mean, who really, really knows? That's the thing about drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. People do them to self-medicate. Yes. Um,
2: that and, is actually and, a portion of the book as well.
1: And, um. and I'm, I, and I'm I'm all right. Yeah, go ahead. Please explain that because I I'm guilty of it because I think we don't take mental illness as serious as we should, and all
2: all throughout the world. And, and I people, I don't think we understand it that well. I, I think no, it's just sort of the reality. Um, yeah, it's it, it's we are. I'll just say. So I had. So I was like dealing with the breakup the whole way through. Um, mm-hmm. through writing this book.
1: You want to get rid of the pain,
2: yeah. And it's like, all right. This the, and and I realized that, that I was medicating in 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 a portion. I was like looking for these little escapes and looking for um sort of the, these breaks in the pain and stuff like that. And and of course it has a you know and you know and, and these are and and while on LSD, I'll not get into the story, but the story is it was one of the like best experiences of. My life, uh, because of who I was, who I was with, and what she was going through at the time, and how it connected in with my breakup, and it was like an ex- it was a very extreme experience, and it was one of these experiences that because what uh, what the LSD does is it it makes you feel connected It makes you feel that there is like <laughs> so does you know, ecstasy some, though
1: MDMA
2: in a very different in a very different way in a very different way. So with ecstasy, it's it's um you know, you're very um, touchy-feely or, like, it's a very mm. raw, emotional mm. um, thing. Well, with LSD, you leave yourself. It is a, yeah. um, you're fit to maybe deal with traumas, deal with hurt because you're away from them. You don't um, feel that they're your problems or your, you know, your, it's not your scarred tissue anymore. And so yeah. you're fit to, like, talk through it and think through it a little bit more.
1: Now, Buck, <laughs> go ahead. no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. Cause no, I, 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 I'm getting the wrap up from my producer and self. And I, I just want to, uh, because dude, I, I find you fascinating. <laughs> and, and thank that's you. the thing about it. That's the thing about a lot of these interviews that I've been doing. I, uh, I meet a lot of new friends that I want to be connected to. And you're one of those people. Like I, oh, I, I, I know, no, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, I mean, you're a really good dude. I think what you did was was great going out there. I know a lot of people would want to judge you and stuff, but that's not the case. I mean, I I think this
2: is great. I think a lot of people can learn from it. Mm-hmm. Well, the the book has also has a a theme running through it where I'm arguing for the legalization and regulation for you know evidence based policy. It's also deals with um, you know criminalization, the, and, d- yeah.
1: the decriminalization of drugs. I mean, you got to go after the dealers. You you mm-hmm. don't have to go after the people that are buying it. I know um, those people. I mean, once again, they're they're most likely people that are dealing with mental illness and stuff that are just trying to self medicate. Mm-hmm. And what good does it do? They're they're not like distributing. Mm-hmm. They're buying for for own personal use and stuff. And I don't think people should be like thrown in jail for two or three years. I mean, it makes no sense at all.
2: Um, no, yeah, it's, it's totally. clear. It's um. You take Pablo Escobar was on the Forbes Rich List. Now, um.
3: Do you realize company? what he did? Do, yeah. do you
1: realize what Pablo Escobar did for the community there? Yeah, I mean he killed a lot of people, but yeah, created parks, soccer fields, all that stuff for people to be able to play. And and, and I'm I'm sorry I cut you off, but yes, the cigarette companies. I mean, it's crazy.
2: It is, the thing is with the cigarette companies for the the death and just you know the the deaths that they cause. They're they're not butchering people. They're not um, uh, running um, death squads. They're not uh, blowing up anything. You know, t- towards the end when Pablo was having all the extra pressure put on him, I think it was. Um... Yeah,
1: I I got I got to stop you there, though, man. Like
2: mm-hmm. you don't you don't you
1: don't find it a problem that the tobacco companies try to replace the people that they're already killing with younger Oh, yeah. yeah. Younger, oh, no, can, younger right, people?
2: There's, there's, oh, no, they're, they're genuine. Oh, no, this, this, this is the thing. Yeah, they're horrifying. Um, they, they're actively targeting children in the third world. So the tobacco companies are putting billboards up outside schools to actively target children in the third world and grown in these growing and certain these developing economies. Um, yeah, these are bad people and they have an addictive harmful product but the, the the same thing is you know n- n- the cigarette companies aren't decapitating people they aren't killing busloads of students they aren't okay but muffins. but
1: uh, okay but isn't death death though i mean They're i don't care i don't i don't, I don't hmm? but i i don't care how many people the cartel people uh, it, it will not even it, it's it's a comparison of night and day tobacco companies have killed and listen i dip Smokeless tobacco, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you guys have that in Ireland, where you, you know, like the snuff, you know, snorting up your nose, or, or you know, putting it in your lip and stuff. I, I do that every once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, and I know the risk, but the tobacco companies have killed a hundred percent more than, than anything that that the the cartels could ever do.
2: But Here's the thing, though, um, Mexico. Is um, there's a real possibility that in our lifetime Mexico becomes a cartel state? Um, The cartels will literally topple a country. The cigarette companies, while the cigarette companies are extremely wealthy and influential, Mm -hmm. they're not going to topple countries. And Um, guess what? Guess mm
1: -hmm. what? When if they become a cartel country and they want to like step up to the great United States of America, Mm -hmm. uh, I know our fighting forces. You know, all those guys, they want to act big and bad and they want to it's all show. I mean, killing somebody with a bullet straight to the head is just the same as like cutting their head off or filleting the skin off their face or, or whatever it may be but our fighting forces here in the United States will basically bend them over and go in dry. And if you know what, I don't know if the Irish know what it means by going in dry. I, I'm, means, a, I'm aware of it. Yes. No Irish. lube, no lube. <laughs> our Marines will like basically go in dry on the cartel and they would wish that they were just, uh, and that's the other thing. Most of the mm-hmm. people they're decapitating are rival gangs. Mm-hmm. So aren't they kind of just kind of
2: taking care of each other? It's the issue is right. Once you have a failed state, once there is a refugee crisis caused by that failed state, once there is people aren't fit to get water, aren't fit to get food, once they're getting desperate, I mean, you're going to have like a a massive refugee, or you already do have a refugee crisis in South America heading into heading into North America. But how much worse would that be if it was Mexico that failed? Yeah,
1: no, um, it would be.
2: It would be. It would. It definitely would be. Now, Buck,
1: uh, before I let you go, l- let people once again know where they can find your book. Check out any of your other uh, other content. Where they, where can they find that at?
2: Um, if you just go into Amazon or wherever you buy books online and look for adventures on drugs. You Are you doing me- a book on tape? I'm going to. Uh, I have to start. I've, I've, I've self-published everything. This is all. Maybe, but your voice
1: your your accent, <laughs> oh man people i i think it would be great man it would be
2: amazing so uh yeah so i'm going to start hopefully this weekend um start setting up uh the audiobook recording so i still i'm waiting to get my my physical copy because the book is only out a week so i still haven't got my physical copy yet mm-hmm. um so uh when you're yeah. ready
1: to come to Florida and and try some oxycotton or <laughs> some pain pills or some methamphetamine, <laughs> no, seriously, let me mix know. it all up.
2: Oh, no, I up, put in me. Eh?
1: Oh, fentanyl! You got to get the fentanyl is the one thing that is killing everybody in Florida here. Yeah. Now, listen, Buck, I could sit here and talk to you forever, but I gotta get a get got to get off. But uh, let's keep in touch, man. Seriously, I I think you're a very an, um, amazing. an interesting person and i want to keep in touch with you okay oh definitely definitely um well okay well thank you for having me on and um all right i'll talk hey can i can i get get, if you start a podcast uh get uh kill bill volume two or volume one i don't know but as soon as i think a buck i think from that quote remember i was in a coma my name is buck and i I like like the book book. yeah that's it that you gotta you gotta grab that one so all right buck have a good one man i i appreciate the interview
0: thank you for having me all
1: right bye
0: from the vapor shades hobo fish camp
1: man maybe i would have way more sex partners in my life if i just threw caution to the
0: wind it's the Tuttle daily podcast (laughs) Tuttle's daily podcast is brought to you by Stitchyouup.com for your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs. Visit Stitchyouup.com. Stitchyouup specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitchyouup help you with your logo design. Visit Stitchyouup.com or contact them. Eric at StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Welcome
1: back, guys. Last segment of the show. But before I go, I got a quick piece of audio that I want to play for you. Uh, you know, in this country, we have different dialects. I love accents. You know, like I just talked to Buck. I love hearing his Irish accent. Actually, I had to stop him a couple of times because it got so thick. I knew that my audience would not be able to understand what was going on. But like, for example, some people say pecan. Some people say pecan. Some people say tomato, tomato. It's, it's just different. The, uh, uh, caramel or caramel. But this guy, I think, is either a French chef or uh, like a Creole chef, but the way that this guy says onion is funny as hell. We dice an onion, Egg onion. Look at that. Woo! To the good onion. Good onion is a heavy onion. This is a six-pound onion. It's also an onion where the onion is put. This is the tip of the onion or the onion. The onion is not the knife around the onion. Remove the pepper skin of the onion. the dice and onion. It's an onion. An onion cut the onion in half on the onion and onion then
0: the onion the onion with onion 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 right here, onion onion
1: you know i'm always looking for like man on the street stuff but like the next time i go to a burger joint and i want no onion i i want to see how long it uh, uh yes i want a hamburger uh pickles ketchup mustard and no onion uh can can you repeat i don't want any onions on my burger. Yeah, sir, what the fuck are you talking? Onion. Onion. How can you not understand? I don't want any onions on my burger. Oh, onion. Okay, sir. Yes, pull around. And then probably when I check the bag when I get home, they got goddamn onions on my burger. They fucked it up and put onions on it. Okay. All right, I know that was kind of morning zooish, but I, I think it would be funny. I'm going to go out and see if I can uh, troll some fast food workers by <laughs> asking for no onions on my burger or any of my food. All right, guys, hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'll be back tomorrow. Do not forget, tonight, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m., on my YouTube channel, I'll be doing a live stream. That's YouTube.com slash
0: StitchUup.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by JCVoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out JCVoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two d's at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Hey, yo, Terry, what going on?